It's the Go Million and Go Million Interview and Prayer Call Podcast. You will be blessed in two ways, with an influential interview and the engagement of powerful prayer. And now, your host, Bishop Nathaniel Go Million. Good morning, I am Bishop G, and we welcome you to the Go Million and Go Million Ministry Interview, uh, Prayer Call, and Podcast. We are uh, just so excited on today to have our good friend with us, Apostle uh, Melvin Stackhouse. We thank God for him. And don't forget, at the top of the hour, you can dial into uh, our prayer call. Yes, you can, uh, at 518-425-1719. And we would love to have you uh, on our prayer call. Remember, the number to dial into our prayer call, call is 518 518- uh, 425-1719. And if you happen to miss this uh, broadcast, you can catch it on our podcast at gomillion.ihollapodcasting.com. It'll download tonight at 12 midnight. And not only that podcast will be there, but there'll be many other podcasts and many other very interesting people. Let me get ready to bring uh, Apostle uh, Stackhouse into the studio. Hey, Apostle, how you doing, man of God? Hello? Apostle, can you hear me? Apostle, can you hear me? Wow. Uh, we got something that's not working here. Uh, we have him on screen, but I don't think he is able to hear me. Let me see if I can give him a quick call and see uh, what's going on. Praise the Lord. Because uh, I can see him, but I can't hear him. Hey, Apostle, I could see you, but I couldn't hear you. Now, now I can hear you, but I can't see you. So we are, we're on the phone. So uh, is your sound up? Okay, there you are. I'm looking at you now. Hold on a minute. The only way I can check that is, is to cut my. Uh... Uh, what are you saying? I can't. I can't hear you. I can see you, but I can't hear you. Is your sound up? I can hear you through my phone, but I can't hear you. I can't even see you now. We are having some technical difficulties here, and we are uh, trying to uh, work them out. Uh, I can see the apostle, but I can't. Uh, I can't hear him. Is your microphone on? Or are you on mute? Or are are you are you on mute on your device? Sir, you're not on mute on your device. Yeah, I, I can I can see you, but I cannot uh, I cannot hear you. Uh, you might need to do that, and we can see if that can uh, if that can work. 
Let me let me cut you off. All right, we are attempting to interview uh, Apostle uh, Melvin Stackhouse, and uh, we're going to see if he can go out and come back in, and maybe if his sound would work. Okay, there he is again. Let's see what we got here this time. Only on my on your phone. Through the phone. I can't hear you. Uh, uh, I can let me hang up this phone and see what we got. All right. Uh, can you hear me? I can't hear you. Your your sound is not working. Good morning, uh, Sister Evie Moore. I pray that God is blessing you uh, down in uh, Alabama. Good to have you with us. We are trying to get Apostle Stackhouse uh, sound uh, to work on his device, but we are not able to get uh, any sound on his device. Let me see. Now I got sound. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you very well. Okay, great. I think we finally got the problem. My sound was down a little bit. Okay. Beating me up here. Okay, well, praise God. We're grateful to have you with us today. Uh, Apostle Melvin Stackhouse, we thank God for uh, for you and all those who are watching on Facebook Live and uh, Zoom, LinkedIn, and YouTube. We thank God for uh, you all uh, as well. Uh, Apostle, tell us a little bit about you uh, and who you are, where you're from, the family. All right. As we've said here, I'm Apostle Melvin Stackhouse, um, originally from Greenville, Alabama. I'm a country boy. Uh, Greenville is about uh, 40 miles below Montgomery. And so I grew up there and uh, graduated high school and then left uh, Greenville and moved to Bridgeport, Connecticut. Relocated there and, uh, and praise God. But as growing up, just a little bit about me growing up in Alabama, uh, uh, it was, uh, I was a country boy, as I said, and uh, praise God, I'm from a family of 12 siblings. Well, eleven siblings. Uh, I'm I'm twelve, uh, so it was uh, it was it was a challenging time. It was you know it was a large family, but it was a great uh, great time. Great to have a uh, a large family. And so those was the fun days there with it, with that, and uh, just grew up uh, as I said, poor with a mother and father that worked hard and. And praise God, the Lord brought us to. We, we were we were church and God fearing family. We went to church, and uh, you know, so I uh, I grew up with a uh, Christian background. My grandfather was a pastor. He was the founder of a church. My great grandfather, well, rather, and he was also an, an ex-slave, according to the accounts of his birth. He would have been an ex-slave, and. Uh, so he founded a church there in Green in uh, Greenville. It's actually Forest Home, a little area outside of Greenville there. 
So yeah, those was the humble roots. I actually grew up and I actually got a chance to, in my younger days, uh, I actually got a chance to experience picking cotton uh, as a little boy. So yeah, it was, uh, it was it was something else. Even though it was a rough life, I wouldn't take anything for it. Glad I was brought up in in the way I were because it taught me responsibility. It taught me the values of life early. And you know, it was uh, you know how it was back in the day. Your parents they had the rule over uh, their children, so we was pretty much in line. Even though it was twelve of us, we were. Uh, basically a peaceful home because uh, my mother was the the uh, sheriff and the lawgiver <laughs> my, father, my father worked hard every day so that's a little bit about the family life but okay. uh, yeah okay want well, me to thank God today for uh, Bishop Larry Branch and Roger Cannon uh, being with us uh, today on uh, Facebook Live. So mm -hmm. you, you received Christ, uh, salvation uh, at an early, early age. Yes. And, and then you, you moved to Bridgeport, Connecticut at some point where you worked for this, I think that was Sikorsky Aircraft for 13 yep. years as a shipping right. clerk. Uh, why yep. did you move that far north? Uh, uh, back in the day, you know, like the 50s, 60s, 70s, and well, I guess even beyond that, you know, uh, black Americans was leaving uh, the South. And yeah. so my, my sister left the South, my older sister left the South in the, in the 60s. In, her, in the early to mid-60s, she left the South. And uh, from that, it was a trend. The family just started moving out. And uh, after they graduated or whatever, they grew up and they moved out. So uh, eventually it came my turn where I said, well, Alabama wasn't for me, even though it was getting better there for his uh, racism. It was getting better. But uh, I decided to, well, actually, the Lord led me to go and just move up there. My, my mother actually gave me a word one day that uh, uh, my sister said that I could uh, probably get a job up there. I had gotten laid off, so I said, okay, I'm going to go here because I was staying there with her. I was with my mom because my father died, and I was the oldest one left there with her. And so I really didn't want to leave her. But uh, she, I had other siblings old enough to kind of handle things. So I ended up moving up, and I followed the Word of God. And uh, sure enough, I got a job at this, this uh, aircraft company. Uh, Sikorsky Aircraft is the, I believe it's the second largest uh, helicopter company in the world. And uh, uh, and actually, Igor Sikorsky is, the, uh, he actually built the first helicopter. So that company was very popular, it paid well, and uh, I, I got into that and it was a blessing. Okay, 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 <laughs> praise God. And and so uh, and so you you married and now you got four children, seven grandchildren. Man, your 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 quiver is full. And yeah. uh, you met your wife uh, sometime, or at least you married uh, November uh, in '83. Where, where did you meet your wife? 
I met my wife in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and I, I, I think I kind of omitted my, that's where my sister moved. My sister moved to Connecticut, and then uh, my older brothers also ended up moving there, so that's what really made me compelled to go, to go ahead and, and go. But yeah, I met my wife in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and actually met her in the park. Wow. So, there's a park in Bridgeport, man. It's like none other on the planet to me. I've been in a lot of states, a lot of places, but there's a park in Bridgeport, a seaside park, man, and I used to love to hang out there. Uh, just just chill it, man. It's beautiful. It's on the ocean. So, okay. uh, yeah, I was hanging out in the park, and here come my wife. She came in. I think she was kind of stalking me. And she, ah! <laughs> she's gonna get me for saying that. One of you all was talking the other one. I'm not. I don't. I'm not so so sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, either way it turned out, I'm glad it happened. Whether she was yes, talking. Sir. I'm glad it happened. She's a wonderful woman. I love her. And um, I'm glad that we met. Definitely. She's been really a uh, great support in my life, the love of my life, man. And so, yeah, I'm very proud to have her for my wife. She's a great lady, man of God. Uh, great lady, great lady. And let me say uh, blessings to Elder Sandra Lyles Jenkins uh, on today. We're praying for uh, her family and her husband in the loss of uh, her husband's uh, mother. We are praying for them. Uh, let me ask this other question, sir. How did you get to Virginia? Well, uh, I came to Virginia. The Lord commissioned me to come here. He relocated me here. Uh, when, when it was time for me to pastor, I became a minister in the church I was in. And uh, uh, the Lord called me to pastor, and he began to deal with me about pastoring, and I wanted to know exactly where I was going to be. Prior to that, I was getting a lot of uh, homesickness for the South. I didn't care. I didn't really necessarily want to move back to Alabama, but I started feeling like a, um, a homesickness for the, the South, and I didn't know really what was going on with that. So I started praying and the Lord led me to Virginia. He actually um, had someone that uh, we knew that was uh, visiting Virginia uh, regularly in the summer. And uh, when I prayed, man, the Lord told me, go where your niece went, was going. And the only place I knew she was going was Hampton, Virginia, or she was coming down visiting her college friends and that's how God got me down. So I come down and start exploring and then checking it out. I came down and uh, made one visit through and I just prayed about it, man. And then the Lord led me to come into the Tidewater area. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, Tidewater is a nice area. I always have had an affection for uh, particularly Hampton. Uh, but I've got a lot of friends down there in uh, all of the cities, uh, Chesapeake. Hampton, Newport News, Norfolk, Virginia Beach, and uh, so when you when you got down here and uh, you you joined, was it the household of faith? Uh, when I moved to Connecticut, I was there for a while. I was out of church. I actually got saved, like you were saying earlier, in my early age, like six or seven years old. Mm -hmm. And uh, but you know, I strayed off. I strayed away from the Lord and. Uh, 
and I went out there. So when I got to Connecticut, I was not in church. I was just out there hanging out in the world, trying myself out there. You know, you know how we do. Uh, the Word of God said, if you train up the child in the way it should go, when it get older, it would not depart. And certainly I started uh, uh, desiring to get back in church at a very early age. And uh, so uh, that was the leading of, of back to God and then back rededicating myself to the Lord. And I became a member of the household of faith through my wife. I had met her and I, you know, I mentioned uh, that we need to get in church and she needs to be in church and I need to be in church because I wanted someone that was going to be church mindset minded. And uh, she was willing. She went on and found the church. And uh, so one uh, or so, you know, three after whatever it was, uh, I ended up going in and following her into that church. And that's that's how I got connected to the household of faith. Okay, okay, that was in Connecticut. So then yes. you, came, you came down to uh, to Virginia mm -hmm. and you, you, you founded the Gates of Heaven Church? Yes, I'm the founder of Heaven, yes. Okay, okay, and that's in Virginia Beach? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, initially, it was in Norfolk. Okay. I founded it. I started Gates of Heaven on Colonial Avenue in Norfolk, and that was back in 1990. Okay, okay, and then and then you relocated to Virginia Beach. Virginia and, Beach. Yeah, and, and, and and now you're also you you are the bishop of Saint Timothy one and two. Is, is that right in okay. North Virginia? Yeah, Saint Timothy one and two was no longer with me. The pastor died there. I, they they haven't been with me now. I think uh, like two thousand five, I believe the pastor died. Once she passed away, members went this way and that way. So I'm no longer uh, with those churches. I think they basically don't exist now. Uh, but uh, we also had uh, Gates of Heaven number two. My wife and I started in Chesapeake, but it's right now. It's just. Uh, my location. I also had a church that we started in Alabama, and that one did not stand. Uh, and and uh, currently have a um, a pastor in Africa with Gates of Heaven in Uganda. But other than that, I'm I'm by myself an independent uh, church. Yeah. Okay. 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 So so um, okay. So. Now you are a a songwriter, a singer, and a songwriter. Uh, mm -hmm. How long have you been writing songs? And uh, I, I started writing songs probably about eight, ten years old. Uh, my sister and I started. Like I said, growing up in Alabama, there was a radio station, WLAC, -W I believe it. It was in Nashville, Tennessee, and they was uh, they was asking people to write songs and send them in. So we started writing songs at that point, and my sister sent hers in, and they actually put it back on. They put it on wax and sent it back. It never it wasn't a hit, but it was her song. So I actually wrote one at the same time, but did not do anything with it. But my songwriting st skills started from there and i believe they've gotten better over the years yeah okay 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 well um uh do you have any recordings yeah right now i have a an ep that's uh it's on uh instagram it's on uh i'm, I'm sorry um 
iTunes, it's on Amazon, and all of the music genres is is there. It's in uh, Amazon and uh, and iTunes, yeah, yeah, and all the genres. So uh, it's it's Melvin Stackhouse EP. Step into my blessings, and I'm also featuring Canton Jones on a couple of my singles. Matter of fact, he did uh, uh, some of my production on on uh, four of my uh, songs on there now. He, he produced and co-produced uh, a couple of those and uh, also have a producer in uh, Atlanta, Kenny Robertson. He's from this area, but he relocated to uh, Atlanta and he's done some work for me as well. But I have five on the EP now that's ready to go. It's being played and it's up there. You can you can put in Melvin Stackhouse uh, EP, Step Into My Blessings, and you can hear it. All right. Somehow we look like we lost your your, your video. Okay, there you yeah, go. You're back. Okay. Yeah. So I I have several songs that have been written, but I have not uh, produced those as of. All right. Now we now we we see you, but but your sound is going out. We are interviewing Apostle Melvin uh, Stackhouse, uh, pastor of the uh, household of faith in uh virginia beach virginia i don't know uh what happened to our sound but uh it went out uh as we've been talking we see that he is an amazing uh man uh and he is a apostle pastor songwriter has churches that uh oversees and he has uh, founded a church in Virginia Beach. Well, it was actually in Norfolk, and he moved it to uh, Virginia Beach. We thank God for him. Uh, as he said, he has uh, several songs uh, out on iTunes and other uh, music platforms. We want to say thank you to uh, Reginald Parker and to Christine Graham. We uh, thank God for you being with us here uh on today uh and as uh we also know apostle stackhouse uh, has been uh, writing songs from a very very uh young age i don't know why we cannot uh, get him back or oh, let me see it looks like he's coming back uh let me see if i can bring him on screen uh that we we have you on screen we just can't see you okay. uh can you hear us Awesome. Yeah, I can see you. I can see you and hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. I just can't see you. So uh, on, until that time, let me ask this question. You you are, because I'm looking at what we have, we have about 10 minutes or seven minutes left. You you are in real estate. How long have you been a realtor? Uh, about 14 years now. I've since 2008. Okay. And, uh, but do, I, do you have your own company or? Uh, say that again. Do you have your own company or are you just working out of someone's office? No, I'm working out of uh, another office. I'm with Paragon Real Estate Group uh, um, in, uh, in Virginia Beach. That's the headquarters in Virginia Beach, the main office. Also, real estate investor for uh, probably 30 something years, 30. 
Okay, okay. So you do you own any houses or? No, I lost a couple in the in the in the in the fall when the market crash. All the rest that I had at that time. So no, right? Right, right now I'm again. I'm, I'm going to be getting okay. back in. Yeah. All right, Reginald Parker said blessings, everyone, and uh, Christine uh, Graham said hi, uh, uh, Apostle. Uh, again, we have sound; we just don't, we just can't, uh, cannot uh, see you. Um, well, then, and so you told us that you have some overseas ministries. Are you planning to go overseas anytime soon, Apostle? Well, I don't have God do. I believe there's there's. There will come a time I will be able to go overseas. I'm praying that that happens. Okay. Well, we see also, Apostle, that you have you've gone to school for uh, acting and modeling. Do you have anything uh, that you plan to do uh, in those areas? Well, I would like to do some things in that area in the future for modeling radar. But uh, uh, for as act, yes, I hope to be able in the in the future. Well, I would like to do yes, sir. Move because we it, there's not enough of that out out, out there. Uh, um, cloud set, and they have went off the grid. I haven't seen much from them anymore. So, so I'm hoping that put out a good film, man. That's what, what I, I really would love to do. That. All right. Well, when you when you get ready to put it out, man, I I I, I won't mind being an extra. You know, just kind of walking across the screen, or you know. Yeah, yeah. I think you can work. Uh, uh, very well. Yes, sir. And uh, you also have a master's of theology. Are, are you planning to write or planning to teach? Uh, as far as writing and writing a book now. Uh, um, I have a book now on my notes talking about my uh, background and my upbringing how, how in ancient cultures. I've lived in three regions, so I know what a shock is. I've seen it, and it's uh, moving from from Alabama, real shocker. I mean, it, it, as, it's as to this life lifestyles to where I came from. So, uh, uh, yeah, so that's what the book, book is about, based on my biography. Uh, I'm just talking about my life, early life, and then bring up nowadays as to how I process things for his life itself. Okay, okay. That that would be a very uh, interesting book, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, well, we have about uh, four minutes left. Let me uh, let me ask these few questions. Uh, uh, what's next for you, Apostle? All right, now on my music, mainly, primarily, of course, my ministry, uh, pastoring, love. I'm kind of late, I would say, uh, doing the music side because they wanted to do concerts. I never really wanted wanted to do it that way. I just wanted to record. People call me in to preach and I would sing when I get there, but that's not what 
God is saying right now. I'm gonna get out and I'm gonna have to do some concerts. I'm gonna be pushing this thing, and it's uh, God gave me it. It's going to work. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, well, uh, Apostle, I ask these questions to everybody. Uh, what what is your greatest prayer concern for the world? Uh, uh, and uh, or for your community right now? Wow, I'm, I'm thinking you probably couldn't even get me to fit all that in four minutes, whatever I got, but let me drop it like this. My greatest concern is believe the focus of every American should have right now on what the direction of this country and not only the country, but the world. We have a major uh, let me just this God gave me a word back in 2000. Twindemic had just hit, or oh, Trump was just getting up in the office. Well, he hadn't just a minute and he was raising all kind of noise. And I was praying, and I was attitude and his approach to um, being the president. And God dealt with me. He's sort of rich to crap. And, and what we and I hadn't heard that in the news, but now you hear. And uh, uh, this is what's going on. And you got you got these aristocratarians want want to take over not just America but the world. That's my prayer concern, and everybody should be concerned about it because if we end up on a dictator, going to lose freedoms. That's voting for things right now that they think going to be better. But it's going to everybody will lose freedoms. Now I have pro problems with democratic. Well, that's there for and uh, and I just believe that we need to come together as a uh, call everything wrong, wrong, and call call everything uh, wrong. Truly, really, that, that's a, that's going to be a task because we are, I think we are Matthew twenty four right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I, I agree with you that we are certainly living in the last uh, of the last uh, days. That's not a question to that. Uh, last question, sir. If you if God would give you anything you ask, anything, if God said, I'm going to give this to you. And, you know, God doesn't call us by our last name. He doesn't use our titles. He just calls us by our first name. He calls me Nate. So God would say, hey, hey uh, Melvin. Uh, ask me what you want, and whatever you want, I'm going to give it to you. Whatever you want, uh, what would you ask yeah. God for? Question, but I was kind of, I was in my last teaching session, I believe Sunday with my Buster move with. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm kind of a Solomon guy, but piggyback uh, Solomon so direct. But I do I I kind of I think. I would say I would want God to give me the ability to cause as many souls as possible to end. because uh, people are down. I think the most valuable souls, and if people are down and going to hell, if I ask for riches and I ask for all this stuff being on the top of the mountain. I believe I would have missed it by the most valuable thing is the souls that we need to win for Christ. And I'm all, I'm all the way in. 
I don't, I don't, I don't play with that, 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 that right there. I mean, souls are dying and going to hell. And uh, we need to reach all the people that we can. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, we well, let me apologize to uh, our uh, watching audience. Uh, we somehow lost video with Apostle uh, Stackhouse. So we thank God for him being able to get back on and give us uh, some sound and answer some questions. Well, uh, the time of our interview is open. I, over our prayer call line is open. Uh, 518 uh, 425 1719. That's 518 425 1719. You can dial into our prayer call a line, and uh, we would love to have you to pray with us. And the last thing that I'm going to ask Apostle Stackhouse to do is to open our prayer call. Uh, then we'll let him go on about his uh, busy and blessed day. Apostle, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Yes, sir. Would you open up our prayer call, Apostle? Yes, yes, yes. So, so, at our, our standing, we thank, thank you for tuning in, first of all. And I thank God for this great man and, and, and desire to uh, interview me today. So, uh, thank you so much, uh, Bishop. God bless everyone. Bless this listening audience out there, those that are listening in. And I I believe you today, and I hope I said something to encourage somebody. The Lord God, I want you to bless their hearts, God, in the name of Jesus. Them closer to you in their walk because there's something great listening. And God, I want you to bring out the very best of you in those that are touch lives, God, that will matter and that will change this world for the better. Lord, meet every need out there, God. You know the needs of the people and god whatever you right now touch everything that they need everyone that's sick in their body we binding up sick and blessings upon every soul that yes, are Lord. listening in in jesus name. amen thank you sir that's been that we have had a great interview with apostle melvin uh stackhouse we are sorry for the technical difficulties uh, but we thank god for him and we thank god for his ministry we thank God for the word that God has put in his belly. Well, Apostle Stackhouse, thank you so much, sir. You have a blessed day. You too. Have a wonderful one. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. We thank God for Apostle Melvin Stackhouse in the Gates of Heaven Church uh, in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. We thank God for him being uh, with us on the day. Hey, this is Bishop Gomillion, and I want to thank you for listening to Gomillion and Gomillion. Look, I'm inviting you to connect with me beyond your hearing me weekly. I have resources for your reading pleasure. Here's what I want you to do. Visit my website, gomillionandgomillion.com, and check out our various resources. Let me spell that. That's G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N and G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N dot com. Check it out, won't you? God bless you. Are you ready to pray? 
come on and let's dive in as we call on the name of the Lord. And if you have a prayer request, please let me know by email. You can email me at ngomillion at aol.com. That's N-G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N at aol.com. Email me and we will honor your request. Are you ready? Come on, let's pray. Uh, our prayer line is open 518-425-1719. We would appreciate you calling in and praying uh, with us on today. The Bible is very clear that men ought always to pray and not to faint. In other words, God says that the key to not fainting is praying. So call in, won't you, and uh, pray with us the number two. The dial is 518-425-1719. We thank God for Brittany Moody uh, watching with us today. We appreciate her so very, very much. And we appreciate all of those who are uh, watching with us today and those who will uh, call in and pray. Again, the prayer call number is 518-425-1719. 518-425-1719. Who's on the prayer line today? Well, praise God, Elder Sandra. How are you? The arrangements, so I got to get ready to go. But, um, yeah, I'm here. Okay, well, we thank God for you being here. We know uh, how things are uh, at this time, and uh, we appreciate you just being with us on today. So we're going to ask you to uh, to lead us uh, in prayer. Thank you, Father. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just I bless you, God. I magnify you. And I lift you up. Yes. I thank you for this opportunity. Your word says in all things give thanks. That's the will of God. So Lord, I just thank you for life. I thank you for peace. I thank you for joy. I thank you for everything that you've done and doing, oh God. Right now, even today. Today is all I have and I don't know what this evening will bring, but right now, right now, I can praise you. So, Lord, I praise and magnify you and bless your name for you're worthy to be praised. Father, right now, I'm praying for those that have to make funeral arrangements or take care of business in the midst of their grief. Father, I pray that you would give them strength to be able to endure, oh God. I pray, Lord, that just like you said, that we have no confidence in the flesh, that our confidence in you, sometimes we don't have strength, but you have strength. So we are calling on your strength right now in the name of Jesus to bring us through. I pray for my children who are hurting so bad right now. And it seems like I can't comfort them. Father, I know that you can. Lord, I pray that you would comfort them. And Lord, that you would touch their hearts that are broken right now and help them to mend. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you would 
give them an understanding on a higher level, God, that we didn't bring anything in the world and we can't take anything out. And really, our lives don't even belong to us. <laughs> you have called us into the world and you call us out. So, Lord, we want to thank you for the time that our loved ones are with us. And I pray, yes, God, that we would take advantage of every second, every moment that we have with them. I pray for the family of the Tyree Nickerson Nichols, father, the little boy down in who was killed by the police. Lord, in Memphis. Father, I pray, Lord, that you would comfort their hearts. There's yes, no Lord. way to be able to look in a video and see the violence that has been perpetrated upon your child, oh God. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would even touch each one of those yes, Lord. and that you would call them into repentance, oh God, that they may repent for what they have done, oh God. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray for each and every black male, oh God, who has to drive or be pulled over by the police. I come against the spirit of fear, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. And I pray, Father God, that you would just touch this nation. Yes, Lord. Father, your word says that things will get worse and worse. And I can't pray against what the word says. But God, I pray that you would comfort your people. Yes, Lord. That your believers in God would be built up in their most holy faith, exercising their self in righteousness. Oh, God, I pray, Heavenly Father, that each moment as time gets closer and closer to your return, that they will consecrate themselves, oh, God. Yes, Lord. That they will walk in love, that they would walk in peace. Yes, Lord. That they would walk in humanity. That, Father, all the yes, things Jesus. that you have told us to do, to take care of the widow and the orphan, oh, yes, God, Lord. that we would do. And Father, most of all, that our hearts would be committed to trying to live a life that is worthy of your calling and ministering the gospel and evangelizing, telling people that you will soon return and that there is a life that is eternal. Hallelujah, that we're striving for eternal life. This life is only for a short while, you say, this is the grass grows up and withers away. This is how our life is here. But you have called us into a higher calling of eternal life. So God, the people must have to know and believe that there is something greater. Yes, Lord. And the best is yet to come. Father, I come before you and I'm praying for those families that are missing loved ones. Those children that have run away or been taken uh, in human trafficking and sex trafficking, God, I pray, Lord, that you would keep them safe, and I pray that they are alive, and I Please, pray Lord. that they would return to their families in the Please. name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. We come against corruption, and we come against yes, Lord. Uh, fear, and we come against anxiety, yes, we come against depression, we come against sickness and disease. Yes, Lord. God. Praying right now, Lord, that that, uh, that these things, Lord, that, that that the believers would just find.
bind them up daily. We bind it up right now in the name of Jesus. And we lose the spirit of peace and joy. Yes, Lord. In the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, we pray that each believer would be filled with the Holy Spirit and, Father, that the Holy Spirit would just come upon us, giving us the power yes, Jesus. to be able to do the things that Jesus did, greater things. Yes, Lord. So we can lay hands on the sick and they recover. And yes, God. Cast out demons. Lord God, that we would do the work that Jesus did. Ever mindful that he has given us the power to be overcomers and that the devil is actually really under our feet. Oh God. I pray for each person that is listening that may be downcasted and feeling sad, depressed, yes, alone, lonely, God, that you would touch them in their lives, oh God, that you would send someone. Yes, Lord. Because you, God, are a sound, but we give you voice. Yes, God. So, Lord, that you would convey that that person is thought about by you, loved by you, and we are being sent as a representative to them. I pray for the elderly. I pray for a voice that's not heard in the community. Lord, I pray that you would bless each elderly person, oh God, especially the ones who live alone, especially the ones who can't navigate through the computer and technology, oh God. I pray, Lord, that you would send help and provision in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for a generation of our youth that have disbelief about who Jesus is in the whole church situation because they've seen so much happening, oh God, <laughs> that they don't have belief that they're not trusting in who you are, God. I pray yes, that God. you would show yourself to that generation, to our youth. Father, even to the ones that are in between 26 and 40, Father, that you yes, would touch their lives and that you would show yourself and make yourself real to them, that you would open their eyes and give them foresight and insight, oh God, and revelation, that you would take the scales off their eyes and, Father, that they would be able to hear your voice in the name of Jesus. I pray for our leaders that are standing for righteousness, oh God. Yes. I pray that you would continue to send them help, that you would give them strength to be able to endure all that they go through, Father, in the name yes. of Jesus. I pray even for our therapists, oh God, who are being overwhelmed in these last days where people are suffering from so much mental illness, so much, so much mental illness these days because yes, the yes, news Lord. gives you anxiety. Everything around is just so violent, oh God, that it's enough to give you anxiety. Father, so I pray, Lord, that you would yes, fill each therapist, oh God, that is communicating with their clients, oh God, or their patients. Yes, Lord. Give Jesus. them your word, oh God. Give them the yes, right season word to say to help to encourage someone to want to live another day. I come against the spirit of suicide, murder, and homicide. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Father, I pray that each child that you have called to be in this world, they could be leaders. They could be the one that prophets, oh God, that would be able to speak what you are thus saying yes, to their father. And Lord, I pray that their life would be protected. There would be no harm or death yes, that would come before, them, before their time. 
in the name of Jesus. Lord, we're praying for every prophet, every evangelist, every pastor, that they would hear what thus saith the Lord and feed their sheep, oh God. Feed the sheep of God. And I pray, Father, that the sheep of God would take the responsibility to read and study their word. Yes, Lord. And spend time with you, God. Yes, Lord. That they would cut off the TV that that's full of violence and satanic influences, oh yes, God. Lord. And they would spend time learning, spend time listening to you speak to them, Father, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. But Lord, we want to thank you even for all the good things. Every day there's a blessing. Every day. You're doing something that a miracle, miracles all over the world. And Lord, we don't hear about the testimonies, all of them, God, but we know that you, 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 you never stop working. You never stop doing. You never stop healing. You never stop delivering. You never sleep nor slumber, God. So, Lord, if you're up, you say your word in the word that you are full of compassion. And if you're full of compassion, that causes you to move because people who hear that somebody needs something, yes, they don't just stay and just hear it. They move. They yes, do something Lord. about it to bring peace to that person. So God, we just thank you for being a compassionate God, a faithful yes, God, Lord. a loyal God. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you. I pray for Bishop Vermillion and his wife, Please, oh God, Lord. that you will continue to watch over and bless them. I pray Please, for Lord. the regulars this prayer line, oh God, that you would be with them, that you would bless and deliver, that you would set free, yes, that Lord. you would heal, that you would provide, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Lord, we give you all the praise, the glory, and honor. Be with my family, oh God. Please, Lord. And I ask you to strip it to do the work that you have called me to do. Please, Lord. I pray for, I thank you for the favor. I look for the favor. Thank you, Lord. For your word says that you Surround me like a shield with favor. Yes, Lord. And I thank you for that, Mama, in the name of Jesus. And I bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We thank God for Elder Sandra Laos Jenkins. We appreciate you. We thank God uh, for uh, Dr. Uh, Carol Baltimore and Liz Baltimore. And we are praying for uh, them and for their mission team as they head over to live. Beria in the next uh, few days. We appreciate uh, also uh, uh, Reginald Parker and uh, Christina Graham. Uh, and we thank God for uh, Tammy uh, T and uh, Sandra Durr, uh, Elder Sandra Durr. We're praying also for uh, Mother Mary uh, Warren at the top and for her daughter Cynthia. We are praying for her son as well. Praise be unto God. Did someone else come on the on the call line today? Sister Carter, Janice Carter. How you doing, Sister Carter? I'm doing well. And yourself, Bishop? Oh, I am. I'm blessed. Amen. I'm blessed. Did anybody else come on the call line today? All right, Sister Carter. Would you pray? Yes, Father God. It's once more again, Lord, that we thank you for this morning's arrival, Lord. Thank you for watching over us overnight as we slept. Father God, we are in 
much, so much, so many different things that are happening to our young people, older people, Lord. So, dear God, I'm praying for those that have the weapons, Lord, and steady, try and hurt people, Lord. I'm praying for those that are on the street, Lord. Ah, dear God, give them shelter. I'm praying, Lord, for those that don't have food, dear God, or just so short because Lord Jesus. everything is getting so expensive, Lord. I pray, dear God, for those in, in the uh, uh, senior citizen homes, Lord. I pray for those behind the walls, Lord. Dear God, I pray for those that are sick, dear Lord. I ask you to go with the nurses, the doctors, the EMT, Lord, dear God. And I pray for the young man, Lord, that was beaten so brutal. I, I can't watch it. I try to watch it. I don't, I cannot watch it, Lord. It is so sad, Lord. Mm. It is so, Father God, I ask that you, Correct those that are in leadership form, Lord, that tends to harm people as such. No one should have to undergo such, really, Lord Jesus. But Father God, I, there's so much, there's so many things that needs to be corrected. I ask dear God that you help our president and his cabinet, Lord. Ah, dear God, there are so many things that I've missed, Father God, but you know, you know where things are dwindling, Father God, to the worst, Lord. You know the things that are going on in this world that are so unbearable. God, I ask you, bless my family. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Angela Jenkins, Deacon Willie. Yes, Lord. Pastor Kim and Pastor Evans, Lord. God, I ask you to just just go with us, strengthen us, guide us, and lead us. Yes, Lord. Dear God, correct any 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 faults, dear God, because none of us are perfect. so much uh sister carter we appreciate you and we thank god again we are we are praying for elder sandra Lyles jenkins and her husband uh, brother walter and we are praying for their family also and we thank god for uh latasha uh chef roberts being with us today god bless uh you uh all today we thank god for you all did anyone else come on the prayer line well, Father in heaven, we, we thank you for and we appreciate you, God, for allowing us to be here and to have this time of prayer. We thank you for waking us up this morning, God, with the uh, touch of your love. God, we realize it's not because of our goodness, 
that we woke up, but because of your grace and because of your mercy. And we realize, God, that we could not make it in this earth without your grace and your mercy. We look at the times in which we are living in and we see, God, the scriptures coming to play. Uh, that the cause iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. God, we have twisted twistedness all around us at every level of government. God, we have twisted twistedness going on uh, even in the church, in the kingdom of God. And so, and then of course in our social society among the government, God, and among our police departments, and because this twistedness, twistedness shall abound, the love of many is waxing cold. We see it in our world, God. We try, we are trying to combat it with the love of God by, by praying, which you said men are always to do is pray and not faint. Even in tough times, God, you said that we should pray. And so we are praying and seeking your face, believing God, that you can turn the tide, God, that you can stem the trouble, that you can uh, help us to prosper even in tough times. You can help us, God, to see wells of water in the midst of deserts of trouble. You can help us to, God, uh, love people, even our enemies, and to bless those who curse us and to pray for those who despitefully use us. We believe that we can do that because your word says we can. And so, God, we are praying that you would give us, God, that kind of spirit that would help us, God, in these tough times. And then, God, you are a provider. You promise to provide no matter how high the cost of living uh, goes in this world and in our country, you promised that you would provide for those who love you. And God, we are believing that all of those who bring their tithes into the storehouse, that you are pour out a blessing that we shall not be able to receive, that we should not have enough, God, but we shall have more than enough, enough for our own families and enough to share with those who are in need because your word says so. And God, you are not like men that you should lie. So you cannot go back. You will not go back. You will not speak against your word, God. You will do exactly as your word says. We thank you for Grandma uh, P. Hurts. God bless you and thank you for being with us today on this prayer call. We love you and thank God for you. We believe God for a safe mission trip because you are not just the God of America, God. You are the God of the whole wide world. You see everything uh, at the same time and you know you you transcend time God and you see with your eternal eye you see everything that's happening in this world you know everything that's going to happen because God you're able to put it in play and keep it in play you're able to provide for the safety of your servants in places where safety looks like it's not going to happen. And God, we thank you for that kind of spirit and love and, and foreknowledge that you have. And we speak safety over our friend, uh, Dr. Carol Baltimore, his mission team 
in the name of Jesus Christ. And not only that, God, I want to speak a blessing over my wife, over my own family, God. And I want to speak a, a blessing, uh, God, over our 40th anniversary that's coming up. And we thank you for bringing us this far by faith. God, we are asked asking that you would bless the top in their 30th anniversary, 30 years strong. Thank you for what you've done in Zuna and how you have affected the world about what happens in Zuna. We believe that it's not your size, but it's your reach. And we thank you, God, for giving us long reach. God, I am praying for myself as I pursue this next level of education that you would bless my mind that you would bless my time, that you would bless my spirit. God, I'm also also praying for my own brothers, my brothers and my, my sisters in love, and I'm praying for all of my sons, and I'm praying for all of my, my daughters. I'm praying for God, the anointing of God to flow from our lives, my life, my wife's life, down to our children's life, to their children's life, to the, we're praying that the anointing will flow from the crown of our head, God, beyond the sole of our feet, to those who touch the skirts of our garment, may they too be anointed. Bless all of our spiritual sons and all of our spiritual daughters, wherever they may bleed, be blessed the work of their hands. Bless all of those who are on this prayer call uh, each and every week, those who will come on, but those who are on faithfully, Elder Sandra Laos Jenkins, Deacon Willie, uh, Sister Carter, Pastor Kim, blessings upon all of them, blessings upon the work of their hands. We pray as well. Bless Pastor Rico uh, Evans and all that he does. God, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise uh, for this time of prayer. God, we thank God for you, and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray, and God, we thank you. Amen. To God be the glory. God bless everybody. We love you. Until this time next week, same time, same place, everybody stay well. Blessings. You've been engaged with Go Million and Go Million interview and prayer call. Bishop Nathaniel and Elder Francine Go Million serve at Tabernacle of Praise, 5283 Windsor Boulevard in Zuni, Virginia. You can contact them by mailing to P.O. Box 161, Zuni, Virginia, 23898. Sunday morning service time is at 1045 a.m., and virtual Bible study is on Wednesday at 7 p.m. And the number to get in is 518-425-1719. Bishop and Elder are the founders of Gomillion and Gomillion Ministries, covering ministries and pastors, and can be contacted via phone 804-943-8364. Bishop and Elder Gomillion want to thank you for listening to Gomillion and Gomillion Interview and Prayer Call Podcast.